welcome to Alive. Here is the most recent podcast from our college ministry. Thanks so much for being a part of this family, and we pray that God speaks to you and inspires you in a powerful way. What's up, Alive fam and everyone listening? This is Rye. And this is MJ. And this is officially our last podcast. I know this is sad. Um, But we just wanted to take a moment and kind of just have a conversation with you guys, a little different than from our normal podcast. But we really just wanted to, you know, real recognize is real and be real and just share with you guys the story and the journey of our transition and um, our adventure of God calling us back home to Ohio. This is officially our last week. Our house is a mess. It's half packed up in boxes. And uh, MJ is, you know, working hard and, and I'm hardly working, <laughs> but um, we are we are on our way to being packed and just finishing strong and finishing well. Um, if you haven't heard Clay Harrington, who has been an older bro, an older uh, mentor, uh, just honestly, one of my closest friends at church is going to be the new alive pastor. Um, he's going to be the evangelism and college pastor. And um, even though we are sad to leave, we are so excited Mm -hmm. for what God is going to do through Clay, um, through Dale Mueller as our new worship director, and through just this new season of Alive. And we couldn't be so thankful to God um, for the leaders we are handing it off to and for Clay and Regina for stepping into this new season with such faith and just excitement for what God's going to do. Um, so MJ, how are, how are you feeling right now? Uh, you know, this has been, I know for me, a mix of roller coasters, emotions. Um, we never thought we were going to leave. We are never looking for a job, Mm -mm. but God has moved and we love to say he's the God of miracles. And sometimes he, he moves mountains and has makes miracles that isn't always easy to follow, but we're learning that it's always worth it. For sure. I think this move just in general was a shock for me. I think, you know, you can have expectations for what the next year or two or five of your life will look like. And I definitely had that graduating from grad school with my second master's degree. I was like, oh, good. I just get to chill, hang out in Champaign. I was excited to um, stay around this year and watch my teammates compete in their next season for gymnastics and all this stuff has like, wow, I'm, I'm just, you know, that was my expectation was to be in Champaign. I had all these pictures in my head of what it was going to look like. And, um, you know, God just kind of gave it a little slight left turn and, and, um, it, it's hard. It's definitely been a roller coaster, like you said, but we, even though we are sad, we are just so excited because we know that we're just following God. And just like you say, you know, it's, it's going to be a crazy adventure. Um, wild crazy and full of him but that doesn't make it easy um but yeah so definitely lots of a mixture of emotions of nervousness and um sadness but excitement and joy as well and um just looking forward to what this new season will hold for both of us yeah yeah if you guys didn't know mj and i are both from cleveland ohio um we are actually moving to a suburb of cleveland called medina which is kind of halfway in but right in between where where mj and i both grew up we grew up a half an hour apart but met here in illinois and i've been gone 10 years um from strongsville where i grew up and mj's been gone six years and um you know we always thought we'd go home to ohio one day if god called us we always 
always kind of said it would be the cherry on top of the Sunday, but we don't have to go home. Uh, you know, before we started dating, I asked her one day if she'd be willing to move to Africa if God called us to. So I, I always tell her when uh, she gets very hot sometimes when we don't have the air conditioning on, I say, what are you going to do when we're in Africa? Oh, but <laughs> Ohio's not Africa yet, but there it is go. a leap of faith for us. Yeah. Um, like MJ said, um, when God called me here four years ago through uh, prophetic words and through many signs and confirmations, he made it very clear that I'd be here three to five years. Um, sometimes I thought that was three or five years. I don't know exactly how that works, but this is the end of year four. So I feel like we're in that grace period. Um, MJ and I got married last year and MJ has been a coach this year and a live coach along with um, being on the gymnastics team. And it's just been such a blessing and just a fruitful season of getting to do ministry and life with her. And so we were excited for next year, year two, um, year five of alive for me. And then the Lord started to move um, about a month after our wedding, I got a phone call from this awesome church in Medina, Ohio called Heartland Community Church. Uh, the senior pastor called me and we have um, known each other for the last couple of years. Um, some of my family goes to church there. My mom actually goes to church there, and my little brother and my aunt and cousins. And um, I, I never went to church there when I lived in Cleveland, but um, I've been there since a couple times to visit. And um you know, he just kind of shared about how th their church is growing so rapidly fast. They're a similar size as our current church, and they have a vision to plant churches, to start satellite campuses, and that they don't want to just keep building their campus, but they want, very much like the Vineyard Church, want to expand and grow what God is doing all over um, Ohio and the Cleveland area. And so he said, he, after a lot of prayer, they really feel like MJ and I are people that God has put on their hearts to start their first satellite campus. At that time, they were kind of talking about a church plan. And at the time, we weren't really interested. We, we felt like God had us here for a while. We, we love Alive in our college ministry. But then he said, well, Ryan, I got some information that, that might grab your attention. And he said, we're looking to plant a church in Strongsville. And any of you guys know me well, you know how much I love Strongsville. That's where I played football. That's where I grew up. Mustangs for life. <laughs> woo woo. Um, and so that grabbed our attention for sure. And we said, well, we're coming home for Thanksgiving and we would love to meet with you guys. Mm -hmm. And so when we came home for Thanksgiving, MJ and I met with um, Dave, the senior pastor and his servant leader team. And it was just a great time, right, MJ? Yeah, it was of, fun. It was a lot of laughs, a lot of just vision, vision, um, vision casting, uh, dreaming, inspiring. And really MJ and I went into that meeting. We we're like, God, we don't know what you're doing. We don't think you're moving us anytime soon. Mm -hmm. We really just thought he was setting up two churches as family to inspire each other, to encourage each other, maybe to sharpen each other a little bit. Right, Dave, if you're listening, <laughs> um, you sharpened me and, uh, but just that to have fun mm -hmm. and it was fun. It, we weren't yeah. looking for a job. We were totally yeah. us, mm -hmm. which we're thankful for. And we hope we always are. Yeah. Um, and so we walked away with that and we were obviously praying and excited about what they said and, and thought maybe down the line we could be one of their satellite, um, you know, leaders or, mm -hmm. or church planners, but not, not now. Right. Not we didn't now. feel ready yet. Yeah. We felt pretty at peace. God had us here. Mm -hmm. And so we, we started praying and what was it? Was it probably December, January? 
you know, I feel like I'm the signs and wonders guy in, in our, in our family. Yeah. Like basically what that means is Gideon on steroids where I'm like, Lord, if you're moving and doing this, show me a fleece with dew on it. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Oh God, can you show me one more sign this time? Let there be a fleece without dew. And right. you know, you know, if you guys know that story of Gideon, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm always asking God just to confirm and, and, and he's so gentle. He's so gracious. He's so loving. And he meets us where he, he's at. Yeah. Um, but MJ, not me, started mm-hmm. kind of getting her heart stirred first mm-hmm. because God started speaking. Can you tell us about that, MJ? Yeah. And I mean, of course, after the these phone calls and some of these meetings, we just started praying about it, Ryan. I were like, all right, God, like, if this is what you have for us, we want to be open. But it's, you know, going to probably take a lot in a sense for us to move there. And so please just speak to us and confirm this to us um, either way, yes or no. And so it's kind of crazy. I I would say about probably December, um, yeah, later January, everywhere I'd go, it was so crazy. Probably two or three times a week, I would just be driving in my normal places in Champaign or Urbana or maybe even on a road trip somewhere for my gymnastics meets. I would just look out the window and the word Heartland would be either on the side of a truck driving by or... um, the name of a building that we were passing and just big letters like heartland i was like what like literally this happened probably a total of 15 to 20 times i was like god what are you doing and then i was driving um literally on the roads that i drive on every day to get to practice and i've never seen this sign before but all of us all of a sudden i just see this sign heartland parking i'm like what i just i you know it was kind of flabbergasting for me and not that god was saying oh this is like automatically what you're supposed to do but it just started grabbing my attention of like okay like these seem to be more than a, a little bit coincidental God, like, are you stirring my heart? Are you trying to say something? Like, and just got me praying more into that because I think at first, um, yeah, I was a little more like, oh, that's not for us. Um, Let's not even worry about that until lots later. But yeah, I think it was just God's way of even getting my mind and heart to start thinking about it and praying about it more. Yeah, I would say he's he was grabbing our attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he was, and and I love it, guys, because if you know MJ, she's the logical one in the family. She's the anchored one. I'm the radical one, maybe emotional one a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, like new adventure, let's do this. Yeah. But she was the one saying, "Right, I think God's doing something," and I was kind of in denial at first. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought of one more too. It was crazy on my birthday. I got um, a letter in the mail, and it, for some reason it was addressed to me and not you. I don't know why. But I opened it up, and it's like this big promotional packet from Heartland Bank, which is a bank nearby in Champaign. I'm like, what? Like, what is this, God? So it's just crazy to see, yeah, how he was just starting to, yeah. to call us and, and speak to us. Yeah, and it even goes to to the extent where, again, I'm not seeing any of this. So I'm kind of like, man, are you calling MJ and not me? You know, and again, Dave, if Dave's, Dave's listening, he's like, well, of course, we recruited you really for MJ, not, not me, you know. Um, but, you know, 
we even told a couple trusted friends about this just to pray and get discernment. And then they start seeing Heartland places. Like my one friend went to a Coke machine and it says like Heartland something on the Coke machine. And they're sending us pictures and we're like, what the heck, you know? And then I'm like, why am I not seeing this? So that kind of got the ball rolling a little bit and saying, all right, God, we think you're doing something. We don't know what, but we want to be attentive. We always say, Lord, we want to go where you're telling us to go spirit lead us right um but sometimes do we really mean that and so i had a conversation we had a conversation with dave again from heartland again the the senior pastor there and and probably late january early february and just said you know we feel like god might be doing something um we're not sure what we're not sure when but but we'd like to continue to have a conversation with mm-hmm. you. And so at that point, they asked, he asked if we could come in for another meeting. But MJ um, was kind of just starting or right in the middle, kind mm-hmm. of her gymnastics season. Yep. But um, she had her Big Ten tournament in Big Ten, which she won bars on. Oh my she's going to be mad at me for saying that, yes. but I love celebrating her. Anyway. And she's the most humble person I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you can YouTube it if you want to watch. Uh, moving <laughs> uh, forward. But I got to go to Penn State and I, I, I flew in to Cleveland to pick up my mom and grandma. Shout out, mom. Love you. Graham, love you. And uh, to go up to the tournament. And so I stopped in to be able to see Dave and, and meet with some of his team. And yeah, again, kind of went into it like, God, don't know what you're doing. Not really trying for anything. Not looking for anything. Uh, if you want me to, to shake things up, to inspire them, to encourage them, whatever you want me to do, um, yeah, use me and use them in my life as well. And, and so it was a great discussion. Um, and, and again, the whole conversation that they're talking to me and us about is um, it first was church planning for them, which changed to leading a satellite campus, which we were real excited about. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of this last meeting, one of their servant leaders Um, Shout out to Jeff, if you listen to this, kind of said to me on the side, you know, hey, Ryan, I got a question for you. It was a real, you know, left field question out of nowhere. And he says, do you think you could ever lead a youth group? And it kind of took me off guard because we weren't talking about a youth group at all. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, Jeff, and I paused and I said, I think I could with God's help. And I meant that, you know, and um you know, I've been blessed to lead the college ministry for four years, and then before that, did a lot of mission um, work. And and uh, back when I lived in Strongsville, got to be a mentor in a youth group for four years for high school mm-hmm. kids. And um, but I was like, you know, I think with with God's help and MJ's help and an amazing team, yeah, I think I could. Um, and that that's all that was said. Mm-hmm. That's all that was said. Didn't really think more about it. Mm-hmm. But as the following weeks happened. I felt like God was starting to stir my heart. Um, He started to speak to me about what it would be like to move back home and to be a high school pastor. Mm -hmm. For some reason, we didn't have a piece about being a satellite campus pastor or or running our own church right now, maybe down the road, but not now. And, but the thought of being a high school pastor and even moving home where my, one of my little brother, Mike brothers, Michael's Michael is, is starting high school and entering into ninth grade. 
the fact of the of him and my cousin Paige being a part of that and 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 you know we've spent the last four years pouring into college students about who they are and whose they are and what their identity and destiny is in Christ. But we started getting words from people about high school ministry. Mm-hmm. Even one of my my supervisor, one of my supervisors who I talked to about it, she's like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Because I felt like God told me last fall that you and MJ were going to be high school pastors. And we were like, that doesn't make sense. He won't leave college ministry. You know, what do we do with that? Mm-hmm. But she's like, this I, this totally makes sense. And we started getting words and confirmation from people about being high school pastors and about pouring into the, the, the high school generation before they enter college. And how in a lot of ways it will be a similar ministry just at a different age group. And... You know, so we go on, I think my big aha moment to know that, all right, God is doing something and doing something radical because MJ is kind of all in at this point, even though she doesn't want to leave. She's sad, but she's, she's, God's kind of stirring her heart and I'm kind of the one like, Hey, I don't know, which is, it's usually the other way around. So that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But, um, I go on this pastor's retreat with, with our staff at the Vineyard Church and the retreat is all about where the church is going. And, you know, I'm like, Lord, I just need you to speak to me in a way that only you can, mm-hmm. like a lightning bolt yeah. type of speaking. And guys, again, we're, we're not, I'm not testing God. I'm saying, God, I think this is what you're saying. I'm confused. I need your guidance. Holy Spirit, speak to us. And again, this is why Holy Spirit is so important mm-hmm. because he promises to speak to us and to guide us and to help us. And he's such a gentle, gracious, and loving father. Yeah. He's patient. He's peaceful. And he he longs for us to come to him for help. And so I'm, I'm just crying out to God, God. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought maybe as I was asking for confirmation, asking for a sign, you know, and a wonder, because he is a God of signs and wonders, and we believe he still moves today, like he moved thousands of years ago, that he would confirm that we're meant to be in Illinois for a while maybe you know buy a house plant roots here Mm -hmm. stay here we're all in we're we're good to be college pastors for for a while you know and well it's that night it's worship and um people are getting words and ministered to and I'm like you know it's not bad but nothing's really Mm -hmm. spectacular is happening to me and someone comes almost as the night is ending and puts their hand on my shoulder and instantly I feel like the Lord says, and again, it's not an audible voice, but it was this peaceful, gentle knowing in my spirit, knowing in my heart, which I believe is God to say, Ryan, you can trust them. Listen to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. I had no idea who this was. My eyes were shut. As they started talking, I began to recognize her voice and it was a pastor at our church named Carolyn Yoder, who I we greatly admire and greatly respect. Mm-hmm. And she started sharing this word and said, Ryan, you've been on my heart all morning and all day and I've, I can't shake it and I don't know why. But I see you almost on this cliff and God's inviting you to jump off the cliff and to dive into a new body of water, a new territory, a new place, a new season, mm-hmm. but you're scared and you don't want to go. But I feel like Holy Spirit saying, as you dive in and jump in, as soon as you enter the water, it's going to be crystal clear and you're going to know that's where you're meant to be and you're going to know how to navigate the waters and the circumstances. And then she hesitates and she says, Rye, I'm I'm almost nervous to say this and weigh this and take it with a grain of salt, take it to the Lord. 
But I feel like this is a Jonah moment and a Jonah calling for you, that God is calling you back to a people that you are meant to redeem, you're meant to minister to, and you're afraid to go to. Hmm. And guys, in that moment, I started weeping. I'm not talking about like weeping, like tear. I'm watching a romantic movie. I'm tearing up. Like I started wailing in front of like 30 people and I didn't even care. I was undone um, because I knew in that moment what God was calling us to. Mm -hmm. And some of you might be thinking, well, right, that sounds awesome. You're getting to go home. You love Cleveland. You talk about Ohio all the time. And yes, we do love Cleveland and we are excited to go home. But there was a reality. I think when I left 10 years ago, I was following God, but I was, I was also running. I was running because I didn't know who I was. I was running from family dynamics, and, and I didn't know what I was meant to do with this mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And, and I believe God has done things in my life and has brought MJ in my life and is calling us back to this season to not only be the high school, high school pastor and a minister to these kids, but to, to minister to the city of Cleveland, the city of Strong's and Medina, Bath, mm-hmm. that we love, that we grew up in, yeah. to our family and friends. And and that can be scary. That can okay. be nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's one thing to dream about it, and then it's another thing to say, okay, we're Let's going. And so I came back from this retreat. I told MJ she's blown away um, because that's not a normal word or thing to say to someone. Hey, you have a Jonah calling. Yeah. You know, if you know the story of Jonah, he didn't want to go somewhere that God was calling him to. He actually refused it and God had a whale eat him, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. and, and Jonah ended up repenting and, and, and going to, and following God and God used him in a powerful way. But Jonah was scared. Jonah didn't want to, but he listened and, and obeyed God and was faithful. Faithful. Yeah. And, and we feel like that. I hope we don't be eaten by a whale. So we're going. Yeah, <laughs> but I came back and I told MJ. And so our prayer was like, all right, Lord, we think well, you're doing something. Yeah. You're doing something with Heartland. Yeah. You're speaking to both of us. So God, if you're calling us to be the satellite campus pastor, let them be just kind of keep pursuing us for next year. Mm-hmm. But if they if you really are calling us to go this year now, and guys, again, this is like April. So, you know, this is just a couple months ago. Um, let them come hard at us to pursue us to be the high school pastor. Because at this point, the senior pastor didn't say anything to me. I I didn't even know if it was a real credible thing. Just, it was kind of a side conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, and was it literally that day or next day we get a call from another servant leader, Brandon, shout out if you're listening to this. And, and he says, right, I know you, it's a long shot. I know you're not ready to leave and move here, but is there any chance you would ever consider being the high school pastor for Heartland? And, and we just, we lost it, MJ. We just started laughing and we're like, Brandon, you won't believe this. We are literally just praying, God, if you want us to go this summer, let them come after us and initiate me being a high school pastor. And he, and then Brandon goes on to say, well, another servant leader, a different one from the one that originally talked to me, who has kids in a youth group mentioned it as well to him. And that, you know, they're looking for a new high school pastor because they're sending out now their current high school pastor and his wife to start their first satellite. Yeah. And so that was a game changer for us. Mm-hmm. I think we still weren't 100% on board though. It still took a little bit just to get our hearts kind of caught up with where our minds were at and where all the conversations were going. I think we were still really scared and we were still really, um, yeah, just had some 
nerves and fear of like, man, what would that even look like? This is so soon. Um, there was no expectation of going this summer until like, you know, that last 24 hours and it, yeah, we still weren't fully there yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It it was definitely still a process. Um, I always had the goal and dream of, you know, whenever I transitioned, transitioning well, handing the ministry off in a healthy place. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we had 18, seniors graduate this year and I kind of had it stuck in my head I have to be here five years I can't leave when they're leaving but then around the same time these amazing young adult leaders Dale Mueller Paul King and others started saying hey I'm not leaving after graduation I'm staying Mm -hmm. You know, and we had these amazing upcoming leaders, mm-hmm. um, Hope Hansen, Philip Hall, Jake Chavin, so many that are just so all in. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of standing in the back of a live and the Lord was almost like, they got this. Yeah. You know, no matter who, we didn't know Clay was going to be the pastor at the time. No matter who's the next pastor is, they got this. Right. You know, leaders like Mark Hagee and Miranda and, and mm-hmm. just people who have sowed in this ministry that are staying. Yeah. That, that can, that I'm not, we're not needed, you know, mm-hmm. that God can do this, you know, and I mean, they can do this with God, without right, us. Right. Of course God can do this, right. you know. Um, and so, you know, at that point it started to get more serious and um but we could not make a decision without talking to uh, my bosses and our, our mentors uh, mike and julie yoder and so we went and met with them and mm-hmm. it was a very emotional conversation julie was crying mj was crying i was crying mike even had a little glisten in his eye i maybe, think maybe, maybe a little bit you know <laughs> love you mike and um You know, it was just a very emotional conversation, but they were so, so supportive. And we went into it not saying, hey, we're leaving, but really just sharing kind of like we are now. And they were just so supportive. We we didn't make a decision. Right. We were just like, guys, we want your input. We want your counsel. We want to invite you into this this process. We really believe how you end well is how you start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, we wanted to honor them because they, our yes was to them before mm-hmm. to Heartland or yeah. before to Ohio. Yeah. And, you know, Julie was very emotional, which we're thankful. Mm-hmm. And, and she said um, just so many encouraging things to us. Yeah. But she actually blessed us. And she says, I don't want you guys to leave, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm supposed to bless you yeah. um, and, and almost commission you to, to take this mm-hmm. next calling that what kind of pastors and family would we be if we didn't bless you and support you and what God's doing in your life? Yeah. How was that moment for you, MJ? Yeah, it was definitely emotional. I think I was just blown away. You know, they love having you at the church. They love having us there. But she just felt such a peace about like, wow, this does feel like God. This feels like what is for you guys in this next season. And and it just felt so right to her too. So for God to be speaking that to her um, as your boss was just so awesome for me to see like, wow, like what another awesome confirmation from God that this is him and just to have that um just honoring release from her and and mike was just i think yeah just so like healing for me as well um going forward into making the decision to know that we had their support and it wasn't gonna be just kind of a a attention filled transition yeah yeah i think we were we were praying um that the lord would either make the door 
so wide open going into the conversation with Mike or Julie or slam it shut. Mm-hmm. We were nervous because we we love them. They married us. Yeah. They're, they're family. We, we believe the Vineyard Church is family. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to leave and never come back. We we believe once family, always family. We're, sure. we, we deeply love the Vineyard Church and love Alive. And yeah. we want we want to be people who, who are honorable to our leaders and the people we're serving. Um, but I think that really kind of cemented it and, and said, wow, mm-hmm. we, we have this stamp. I mean, we, we didn't go in even asking for a blessing. Right. But Julie was stirred by the spirit. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I know she spoke for her and Mike and saying, we, yeah. we release you and we bless you. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, she even said, well, call them and, yeah. and, you know, seal the deal. Seal the deal. And so we called that, we called Dave and Heartland and they were so excited and, um, at this point, um, they wanted us to talk to their current youth pastor because he had a search committee and they were interviewing other candidates. And so we talked to them and, um, you know, there's even a part of me was like, you know, I hope they don't like me because I want it. It was the, the comfortable decision would be to stay. We right. love this college ministry. We love right. our church. We weren't ready to leave. But, you know, Lord, again, speak to them and show them, you know, cause they didn't know me. They haven't been talking to me, um, like the servant leaderboard has right. or Dave has. And, yeah. um, but after talking to them, um, a week later, um, I was offered the position mm-hmm. officially in that, yeah. in that role. Yeah. Um, I was first offered it to be the campus pastor. Um, and we just felt so strongly that God was calling us to go and love, on these high school kids, mm-hmm. just like he's called us to love on our live students. And uh, we are so thankful and excited. Uh, we actually got to go meet some of them this past Thursday. Yeah. Um, they did a mission trip in Chicago. And, you know, it's been really sad and hard transitioning, saying goodbye. Very, very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our last podcast before this was actually our last alive service. So if you want to listen to that, it's very emotional. Um, so many amazing gifts and surprises and things said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it started to get our hearts excited seeing mm-hmm. these students yeah. and seeing the season and almost like the promised land that God's called yeah. us to on the other side of the sadness and the goodbyes. Yeah. Um, how was that for you, MJ? It was so fun just to meet the kids and, um, yeah, just see some of that, like, oh, this is what we're going to, this is what we're going towards. And, um, for so long it can, it had kind of been this unknown of like, what does this world look like? And who are we going to be with? And so to have a little taste of that, I think was, yeah, just, such a blessing, especially through this last week, as it might be just a little harder um, to hold on to that. And, and yeah, just a lot of fun to meet them. Yeah. They, so many athletes and play sports mm-hmm. and just, I can already see the, the girls lined up to meet MJ and, you know, just the, the passion of connecting with football players and even band members and just, yeah. just being an older brother and sister to them. And we've had a lot of words about stepping into being a mom and a dad, like Mm -hmm. fathering and mothering, um, you know, that we are an older brother and sister to college students that are alive, but Mm -hmm. fathering and mothering to these high school students Mm -hmm. and and maybe even one day down the line or, or whenever, you know, our own kids do. Right. MJ. Right. Far down the line. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, gonna be a while, but, um, yeah, we are just so excited and blessed. Um, we're, we're leaving next week. Um, we're having an awesome going away party this week 
from Clay, who's just, again, an older bro and has been so supportive through this transition. And we just want to thank everyone for praying. And we just want everyone to know who listens to this, whether you're in Alive, whether you go to Vineyard mm-hmm. Church, whether you're, you're from Ohio or somewhere around the world. We're, we're blessed yeah. to have hundreds of people who listen to these podcasts and uh, humbled by that. Um, just to know that we love the Vineyard Church, that when God, yeah. you know, one of our last services, I looked over at MJ and I felt like God said, I called you here for many reasons, but she was the most important one. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it's just so amazing. We both grew up 20 minutes apart, but we met here. And now we're both getting to go home together. Yeah. Um, MJ's family moved to Georgia, so she didn't really know if she'd ever really get to go back to Ohio much. Mm-hmm. And um, I know she stated how special it is to be able to go back to her home where she grew up and, and lived uh, her whole life. Mm-hmm. And I know for me it is as well. Um, so even though we will miss Alive, we will root for Alive, We just want everyone to know that we love this church. We weren't looking for a job. We weren't ready for a new job or or even wanting to leave. But when God calls, we want to go. And it often isn't easy to always live a life of faith and follow God, but it's always, always worth it. Yeah, and so absolutely. just thank you so much for your prayers, for your support. Mm-hmm. Alive fam, college students, past, present, and yeah. future. If you're listening to this and you've never even met us, just yeah. know that we love this Alive family. We love the Vineyard Church. Mm-hmm. And we truly believe that you and we were all alive for such a time as this. And that God has an amazing plan for all of our lives. In Ephesians 3.20, it says, The Lord can do more than we can ever imagine or ask by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. And so we're just so excited for what God's going to do in us, in you guys, and through us all for such a time as this. So we love you guys. We thank you for your support. We're going to try not to get emotional. And it's not goodbye, but it's see you later. Thanks for the family that you've been, the family that you are, Mm -hmm. and the family that you will be. We love you guys. We love you. Thanks for everything. This is MJ and Rye signing off saying, see you later for such a time as this. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. For more info, please follow us on social media at Alive Vineyard College or check out our website at thevineyardchurch.us slash alive.